What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast. Thoughts about the VLT Out of Podcast. Hope everybody's doing great. Um, I am. Um, had a good weekend. Um, to my daughter, Dave and Busters. They just recently opened the Dave and Busters. Semi, well, close to my house. Probably 14 minutes away from where I live. And it was exciting because we don't have a lot of those type of things. Or we usually didn't have a lot of those type of things um, in the area. You usually had to go into the city of Atlanta or even above the city of Atlanta to do stuff like that. So now that they're starting to develop, uh, the area is awesome, man. It's awesome. Well, we went out to Dave and Buster's, man, but it was it was real reckless out there. It was real reckless. We went in there and um, it was really it was like the most unorganized place I've been in the longest. Packed. It was packed because see the plan was. To go out there around 2 o'clock, we got up early, hit the mall, bought some shoes, some shirts and stuff for for her. Then we were coming back to the house. She was like, we could go around 2 o'clock. The plan was to get there early enough where we missed the crowd. But um, I went to go drop off my uh, stepdaughter to her mom. And by the time I got back, my daughter was out. She was asleep. So I woke her up and I'm like, hey, you want to? You ready to go or you want to sleep for a little bit? She's like, yeah, I just want to take a little nap. So I'm on some, you know, what time you want me to wake you up? Uh, I don't know. So I let her sleep for like three, four hours because she had stayed up all night the previous night. So I let her sleep a couple um, couple hours. Then woke her up. We got out there, and it was like that, that place was packed to the door. I'm talking about you could barely get in the door, and it was the most – unorganized uh, waiting situation there was like no line there was just like a crowd of people standing there trying to get up to the desk to purchase the the game cards that you use to load the games or to get tables or whatever the hell they were trying to do but I remember that I had a game card that I had for a previous work event see we have these employee appreciation things we had this meeting every year and it's usually somewhere like Dave and Buster's main event, and they give us a play card for us to play while you're there. But see, those cards are reloadable, and I held on to my card for whatever reason. I think probably because of that to to, to you know let her really play with the card. But um, I had held on to that card, and I realized that I had it. So I realized that before I left the house, so I grabbed it. So when we got there, boom! I already had a card. I just had to throw it into the kiosk, swipe it. Add a little money to it, and we was off, and we was playing. We had a great time, but it was stupid loud in there. It was stupid packed, like you could barely even walk. But overall, we had a good time. Now, <clears throat> topic of the day that we're really going to hit, um, suggested by a listener, wanted to know what DeVille thinks about the young man, 21-year-old man, no, um, who was thrown, thrown in jail for missing his uh, jury duty appearance. Now, jury duty, I've 
I've experienced Drew Dude. I've had I've been summoned to Drew Dude twice in my lifetime, and so the first time I went, it was a week long thing. They kept me there all week. Uh, didn't even get called to the courtroom to even attempt to be selected for a jury. Second time I went, um, I did get called to the courtroom and do the little interview thing that they did, but I didn't get picked, but they still made me stay there the whole week. So the story goes, this young man um, had, to, was, had to appear for his jury duty, and I guess, he I'm, I'm assuming, he was actually selected for a jury, and so he left for whatever reason. Now, this part I don't get because where I went to for jury duty, you weren't allowed to leave. You only were allowed to leave one time that day, and that was for lunch, for your breaks. Because when you got there, they gave you a little slip with a barcode on it, and you had to scan that code every time you left that room and every time you came back in the room so that they knew you was there. And you were not allowed to leave on your break. You were only allowed to leave on your own. Um, when you were given a, a lunch break, I forget how long it was, but you were allowed to leave the building for your lunch break. You can leave the building for your 15-minute break or whatever, though. But So either way, um, it looks like he was probably selected, and they told him to go home and what time the trial would start or whatever. And so Buddy says he fell asleep. He fell asleep, missed his alarm. Um, when he woke up, it was past time where he should have been there so he ended up just going to work and didn't go back which is which is a big mistake when I was in jury duty there was one guy who came in I remember who had some type of um meeting that he was that he was doing I think he was trying to sell something or I don't know but he was trying to explain it to the the lady who was in charge about how important this meeting was and you know he really didn't want to miss it he was trying to see if he could get his jury duty rescheduled to another time and they basically told him no they basically told him no sat him down he had to stay with the rest of us so when we went on a break I remember we went on a break and then we came back and that guy wasn't there so they started calling the road calling the road and he just he just wasn't there so when they got to his name they called it and it was like mm. So then she just went through the role, and by the time she finished, she was like, well, um, and she called whoever the other person was in the room and was like, make sure that you have a warrant filled out and sent for Mr. So-and-so. You know, he didn't show back up. But eventually, I don't know what he was doing, but eventually he popped back up, and, you know, so they didn't do anything to him. But this young man didn't show back up. So they were complaining that he delayed court by like 45 minutes and he was the only black person that had been selected for this jury so i guess that they felt that was instrumental he didn't show up he held up court he was sentenced to 10 days 10 days uh, in jail a 250 dollars fine and i believe it was like 150 hours community service and a year of probation and see people are saying like damn that's extreme you know for this young man he has no record you know, he has never been in trouble. He said that this was the first time he'd ever stepped foot in a courtroom was for this, for this jury duty. And, you know, he messed up, overslept, and they, they really stuck it to him. So, um, 
after speaking with the judge and everything, he had he served the ten days, as far as I know. But the, he was able to get the year probation reduced to, uh, I think three months, and the community service was cut down and all this, and he would have his, his everything expunged if he uh, spoke to the youth about the importance of jury duty. So people asking, you know, what does DeVille think about this? Was this excessive? Was it, you know, did they do the right thing? You know, now, <sighs> this is like, see, I know they make the courts make a big deal about this. The courts make a big deal about any time that you are scheduled to be in court and you don't come. It doesn't matter if it's a parking ticket. It doesn't matter if it, whatever it is, if you're supposed to be there, and you're not there, you're going to jail. You're at least going to have to come and sit down and wait until you're able to see the judge. You might not get any type of time. And see, that's the thing that throws me off because I've seen people who have had, like, bench warrants and been arrested, went down to the courthouse, or turned themselves into the courthouse and was able to get right back out. But this young man was actually sentenced and locked up for 10 days. Now, uh, I'm just speculating, but a lot of times that has to do with when you are given some type of fine and you are not able to immediately pay that fine, they will lock you up. They will put you, <laughs> they will sit you down if you are not able to pay that fine. But a lot of times when you can produce that money right then and right there, they'll let you walk up out of there. Do I think it's excessive? Yes, I do think 10 days incarceration for missing jury duty is excessive. Um, a day, I would say. I, would, I wouldn't have been mad if they locked them up for a day. You know what I mean? But 10 days for missing jury duty is a bit much. Now, I do understand that they they try to um, they try to make an example out of people to show how seriously we take this type of stuff. So, you know, just to kind of spread that word of that you're going to come and you're going to do that jury duty. Because if not, we're going to handle it. Like, even with uh, my, my job, a lot of times at my job, we'll get subpoenas to come down and be there on behalf of the company that I work for. And even on that subpoena that we're given, it's told that if you don't come, you know, it could be, I think it's like a $350 fine and so many days um, in jail. It says it right there on the subpoena. And this is something that we're doing that's work-related. So it's like when you get, when the court says be there, you got to be there. You know, do I think it was excessive? Yes, I do think it was excessive to give them 10 days. Um, some some sort of punishment is justified. You didn't come, you were supposed to come, but 10 days on top of the fine, on top of a year probation. Because, see, with that probation, what that does is that's even more fines because now you got to pay a supervision fee, so on and so forth, yada, 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 and they're dragging it out financially on you at that point. So, yeah, DeVille thinks that was kind of excessive. They could have just, you know, gave him a little 24 hours or something like that. Boom, go back and do, get out of here or put him back on the jury, whatever, whatever. But 10 days, like 10 days of being locked up can ruin a whole person's whole life and career and everything. You can lose your whole job after for being locked up for 10 days. If you have failed to do so yet, you need to go back and listen to the last episode of Growing Up to Build Dia where I explained to you about how I learned how to drive and how I failed 
to get my driver's license the first go around. Found out why I didn't get a driver's license till I was almost 18 years old. Next episode, or last episode, go listen to it. <laughs> Man, so, uh, what, was, what did I want to talk about? What was I getting ready Oh man, more stories from the weekend. So, Sunday, my daughter asked me if we can go to the spirit store. Now, relax, Peppermint Committee. I'm not talking about the spirit store where we get our spirits from. And when I'm talking about spirits, I'm not talking about vodka, whiskey, bourbon, vodka, beer, more whiskey. No, I'm talking about the spirit store where you can get cool Halloween costumes. If you don't know, Spirit Store is a costume store that pretty much pops up in every abandoned building around the cities when, um, I believe it's, it's nationwide. They pop up in every any abandoned building, any unused storefront that they can find. They put up a whole Spirit Store and they always have the coolest costumes, the latest stuff, the popular stuff. And last year I was assaulted by Jack O'Lantern in the damn Spirit Store, so she wanted to go back. To the spirit store we went out there and it was dope they had a lot of cool stuff a lot of um like i said a lot of the latest trendy stuff fortnite i found a cool fortnite costume so i threw on one of the masks and immediately started to do all of the fortnite emote dances at which point my daughter disowned me and left me in the store so i found the need to tell every little kid that i saw walking through the um spirit store that this was my daughter so I'm low-key looking for a Vegeta um, shirt. Yes, I love Vegeta. I am a villain lover as much as I am a superhero lover. So I'm looking for a Vegeta shirt. And they did Vegeta real dirty with the ragged-ass costume that they had for him. But, so I, I finally see the two items that are Dragon Ball Z related in the whole store. And it is directly next to the Naruto merchandise. The Shinobi works merchandise. And there's a little boy over there with him and his mom and his brother. And he's bragging. I'm looking at the Naruto stuff because they had their headband. If you're in the anime, you know that Naruto headband. If you're not in the anime, sucks for you, bro. So he's like, yeah, I got the last of the um, original headband. I was like, what? He's like, yeah. He's like, this is the one before they left the Leaf Village. He turns around. He has this sword in his hand. Boop. Smacks me in the face. Almost put your boy eye smooth out. Now, when this happened, I know what you're thinking. DeVille is about to go the hell off. No, I'm not. Relax. DeVille loves the kids. I know it was an accident. He was excited. I was excited. And then my excitement made him even more excited. And then, but the look on his mom's face when she he hit this big black guy in the face with his plastic sword. She was like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so I'm like, man, it's fine. He's good. And so now the boy, he's relaxing. He's back talking to me. And she still apologizes. I'm like, look, he's good. It's no big deal. She, <laughs> she was frustrated to the point where she didn't even want to get him the sword no more, which is probably a good idea. You don't want kids running around on Halloween with pointy objects that could possibly put somebody's eye out. That was a prime example of why. A kid probably shouldn't have a toy sword swinging around on Halloween. But either way, it wasn't too much of a of a big deal to me. I was kind of disappointed in the spirit store this year. But this wasn't the spirit store that we normally go to. It was, you know, in a different location. 
So I was told it like, you know, all right, cool, but before you go home, we're going to go find the other store. We're going to go back to the other store and see if they have some cool stuff in there because I really do want my Vegeta shirt. And no, DeVille does not go trick-or-treating or anything like that. I just want a Vegeta shirt so I can look badass when I go to the gym and work out with my damn Vegeta shirt on. Am I so wrong for that? Yeah. So then this week, I was reassigned, reassigned to it. Work in a new district, so Monday was officially my first day working. And I overall, it was a good experience. It was cool. Didn't run into any type of problems, any opposition so far. Because, you know, when you get switched from one district to another, it's like starting a whole new job. You have to get in there. You have to reestablish your credibility uh, with people. You know, you got to get to know people. You gotta, people got to get to, to uh, trust you and understand how you do how you talk, you know what I mean, you're, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot, so, yeah, man, your boy's just, uh, your boy's just kind of uh, uh, spread a little thin right now, so, that's the reason why last week, if you notice, I didn't do an interview, I'm not doing an interview this week either, because of that, and because of the fact that my daughter's here, and just going through all the process of reaching out to people, working out schedule, getting the scheduling done, and getting the recordings done, it's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do all that right now. I'm kind of focusing, especially this last week she's here, kind of just focusing on uh, spending as much time with her as I can. So we won't be getting an a interview this week. I will um, um, promptly get back on the whole bringing on the guests onto the show for the following week, uh, Wednesday. No, not Wednesday. Thursday and Friday, I probably, I'll, I'll be I'll be podcasting. I'll re- I'm going to podcast Thursday and Friday, more likely than not. And, um, yeah, so that's the schedule for going out through the rest of this week. And then next week, we'll be right back to business as usual, bringing you these dope episodes and all this type of content. Now, in the meantime, in between time, if you think of any type of conversation that you'd like to have with the VLDI, that you'd like to hear him speak on, you hit me up at Thoughts by DeVille DI the podcast on Facebook, or you can hit me up at DVILLE underscore DI on Instagram or Twitter. Jump in them DMs and let me know what you want to talk about. Also, if you'd like to be on the guest on the show, those are the same exact ways you can get in contact with me. As I always say to you guys, man, this is your podcast, not mine. So whatever you want to hear me talk about, that's what I'm going to talk about. If you want to be on the show, I'll put you on the show. Ain't no big deal about it. Now, this one other day. Because y'all didn't come here to listen to me talk about all this other shenanigans. Y'all came here for a little bit of discipline. So I'm not going to veer away from that. I'm going to give you the discipline. For today, discipline for today is be disciplined enough to not panic, to not overreact, to change. Because the one thing that is guaranteed, one thing that is constant, one thing that is never going to stop in your lifetime is change. Change is always going to come, whether it's welcome or unwelcome. So even when you hit into a, a period of change, even if that change is unwelcome, even if you did not want it, even if you wholeheartedly hate the changes that are happening, be disciplined enough to still be able to walk through them with your head held high. Do not react with emotion to the change. Because you could ruin, you could not know that the the, the outcome of this change uh, was at the end of this transformation for you. Maybe the best thing that ever happened to you. But you're so focused in it, 
on it not being what you want in the moment that you can't even see that and you ruin the possibility of getting that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Take this information, use it however you will, but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Thank you all for tuning in to the Ville Diata Thoughts by the Ville Diata Podcast. I love each and every last one of y'all, and each and every last one of y'all, each and every last one of y'all, remix bitches. I'm out of here. Peace.